Hello and welcome to My Neurodivergent Mind. I'm your host, Noelle, and today we're talking about stimming. Self-stimulatory behavior, also known as stimming, is a repetitive action or noises that provide stimulatory comfort and can express feelings when you're overwhelmed. Let's talk about my stims, why I stim, and how people react. So, some of my stims are flapping my arms or jumping up and down, or sometimes I'll flap my arms and jump up and down. Uh, sometimes I'll rock back and forth in my chair. I just like the feeling of the, the pressure of the back of the chair against my back when I hit it. That sort of calming and like a repetitive, solid feeling to calm me down. Or sometimes just the motion shows how I'm feeling. I really like to pace. Um, That can really show when I'm excited or nervous or when I want someone to get out of my house. You know, it's like it shows urgency, I think. Pacing for me shows urgency. Whether I'm excited for something, like I can't wait for the day to be over so that I can get out of class and go do something I'm excited for. Then I'll be pacing around. Or um, I can't wait for someone to get out of the house so that I can just go to bed. You know? They have different meanings. Flapping my arms and jumping up and down can be something that I do just as like a impulse thing because I have a lot of energy and um or it can just be an excitement thing and then I like to mess around with my hands and my fingers a lot. I'll often just, like, rub my hands together. I'll play with my fingers. I do a lot of stuff. Um, And then I have some more harmful stims. Or when I'm really anxious or not feeling good. And... um, you know, I'm just feeling in a wrong sort of way. Or just, like, it's too overwhelming of a feeling, or I'm just too overwhelmed. Then I'll do some more harmful stims, like, where I hit myself in the chest. I, when I do, I try to make it so that, uh, I'm hitting myself with an open palm and not a closed fist, because... Um, in elementary school and still to this day sometimes, but I've really moved, like, I've really tried to move away from it. I used to hit myself in the middle of my chest, uh, with a closed fist until, like, it hurt and I, I wanted to stop, but I just couldn't because I didn't feel good and this was my way of expressing it or trying to make myself feel better because the pain distracts from the feeling of oh this is really bad or oh this is too much the pain distracts from it so I would just hit myself in the 
in the chest until it turned red and until my knuckles were red. Um, I remember one time I was playing tennis with my dad and I was getting really frustrated because I started doing poorly and I don't like doing poorly in front of him uh, because of like childhood trauma reasons, you know. He's always been um, like one of my harshest critics, but that's just because he wants me to do good and now he knows that he needs to tone it down. He's known that <laughs> for quite a while and he's he's come so far. He's an amazing dad and I'm extremely proud of the amount of effort he puts into improving himself and making me and my sister's lives better. So anyways, there's still that thought in the back of your head where it's like, I can't fail. I can't look bad in front of him. I don't want him to judge me. So I'm getting really frustrated at myself, feeling really disappointed in myself, and I just start hitting my palm, and no, my wrist against the base of the tennis racket just over and over and over again. And then eventually, like, I start to bleed. So that's some of the, like, harmful stims that I have, where it's to distract from the feeling or to express the feeling, I can go overboard because I don't really like soft, light touches uh, whenever someone, like, brushes lightly against me. I have to itch the spot because it feels wrong to have that feeling there. So I like, like, solid touch, you know, firm. You can be gentle, but you've got to have your hand there. You can't just, like, tap or, like, you can tap, but you can't brush. You can't, like, whisper across my skin with your fingers. That's really weird, first of all. I would not like anybody to do that. And second of all, that just, it doesn't feel good. It, it feels wrong. And, um, so I have to itch every time after someone does that. So you gotta touch me, like, firmly. You can be gentle, but you have to make contact, not just, like, a slight skim. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I got a little off topic, but it was still in the same train of thought. So, when I'm feeling big emotions or feeling overwhelmed, I like to bring myself that solid, firm feeling. I like to uh, have that, like, connection, have that pressure. So, sometimes I'll grab my shoulders uh, with either hand, uh, make, like, an X shape across my chest with my arms and grab my shoulders and just sort of hold really like hold a bit harshly you know it's nice to sort of feel the feeling of my hands after my hands are off 
you know, I like doing that because it keeps me from hitting myself. Um, you know, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm a, like right now, I'm a little overwhelmed just because I'm not feeling good today. So I'm a bit overwhelmed because I really wanted to do this episode, but I'm also not feeling the best. So I'm a bit, like, panicky right now, but not enough where it's, like, I can't function and I can't seem normal. So I'm still able to do this, and I'm perfectly fine. I'm calming down. Okay, let's continue. So yeah, I like to try and stick to the flapping my arms, jumping up and down, um, you know, hugging myself, or just sort of like putting my hand like on my arms or maybe on like my knees just to feel that like pressure to know someone, <laughs> even if it is me, to know someone's holding me got me and just that nice pressure gives me a really like it really calms me down it's really calming stim and it keeps me from hurting myself so yeah and sometimes uh I like to um bang my wrists onto the table like if I'm in school and I'm just really not feeling well I'll try and bang like I'll try and bang my wrists onto the table and I usually catch myself and I'll just do it in the air or I'll just like lightly tap. Um, but yeah, that's something that I used to do that used to really hurt, but I've moved away from it a bit. I'm getting better about managing my stims. But yeah, so why I stim, I've said a little bit because I need to calm down, you know, it's a self-soothing motion. Sorry, I was just drinking a bit of water there. Um, and it expresses my, my emotions, like when I'm excited and all that shit. (laughs) And then, um, course energy when I've got a lot of energy that I want to get out a way to get that out is to do all my stims and then overstimulation or understimulation I don't really experience understimulation that often but I experience overstimulation a lot so to like distract from the stimulation that's too much going around me, I'll find, like, a comforting sort of stimulation to maybe distract from the bad stimulation. And an issue that I face and I'm always wary of is people judging. Because I try to do these 
when I'm alone, which, like, I shouldn't be forced to because I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just doing my own thing, my neurodivergent thing, and people shouldn't be judging me for that. But they do. So, I have to deal with it. A lot of people stare, a lot of people, like, giggle, um, it makes me feel really insecure sometimes, and that can lead to masking, which is a term, you know, usually used for, like, used for people, um, with autism, which I do not have a diagnosis for. So, I am not using it in a I am autistic sense. I don't know what I am. But a lot of neurodivergent people, like, whether you're autistic or you have ADHD or anything else, like, a lot of neurodivergent people mask, which is where they have observed over time how quote-unquote normal people act and in public or around people they don't trust or are wary of, they will put put on a facade of quote-unquote normalcy. They will, like, suppress their uh, stims and self-soothing behaviors and will suppress, um, like, force themselves to do things that they can't do, like, touch textures they're not comfortable touching, or, um, just shit like that. Like, do shit that's socially acceptable by the normal standard of society, And suppress things that aren't socially accepted. And a lot of the time in school, I do that. I suppress my my needs and my neurodivergence because I don't want people judging me. Which isn't healthy for me. Because then I turn to the more harmful behaviors. And, you know... Masking definitely has benefits. I mean, it it can keep you comfortable in a situation where maybe you don't want a certain person to know that you're neurodivergent because, I don't know, like they're, um, they stereotype and they've got some sort of bias or they're just really shitty and you don't want them to know and make you feel shitty. So masking can, you know, benefit you, but a lot of the time when I mask, it's generally a negative thing because I'm stopping myself from doing those self-soothing behaviors or just feeling like I'm happy. So I feel a lot of shame and insecurity about my stimming when I'm in public. But I stim a lot when I'm in private and when I'm with people that I trust. It's just, oh yeah, 
Oh, another sorts of stimming. I only mentioned the physical stims I do. But, um, sometimes if I'm excited, like really excited for something, I would just repeat it over and over again. Like, if I got an A and I'm telling someone, I'll just say, I got an A, I got an A, I got an A. But, you know, with a more excited voice and over and over and over again. And, like, while jumping up and down or flapping my arms a bit. I do some verbal stims. I like to, um, make, <laughs> make n- noises like, I don't know if you could hear that. It's kind of quiet. But I just like to make noises sometimes. Uh, they can... It's just really fun to make repetitive noises and to repeat things over and over again. You know, it's like a, I'm excited for something or something really upset me. It's like, that's how I express it. That's how I calm myself down. And some things I use to express and like fulfill that um, need for stimming is fidget toys. Uh, I am gonna talk about my fidget toys and um, ways to stop more harmful stims in a little bonus episode as just like a fun little thing that might uh, that might be happening in a few days depends on how I'm feeling but just as a little like bonus thing not a full episode just like a sub episode but yeah I I use fidget toys to calm myself down or to express my need for stimulation in a more safe or more accepted way stimming is something that is really judged by people a lot I can just tell sometimes in class when I'm really excited and I'm rocking back and forth see there was a time in uh my vet science class where in ceramics I had made these two beautiful mugs and I'd gotten them during power hour and I (laughs) sorry And I had a vet science right afterwards. So I took the mugs there. And I was so excited, so happy with how they turned out. And so I was just like really excited. So I was just rubbing the mug because it had a beautiful texture on it. And so I was just rubbing it while rocking back and forth in my seat. And just like constantly repeating that like I like my my mug. Isn't it so pretty? (laughs) look at my mug I was just repeating that over and over again and constantly rubbing it and rocking back and forth I'm actually rocking back and forth right now because just thinking about it makes me so excited because I was so proud and so excited and you know my table partner was absolutely amazing about it didn't act like I was acting weird or like I was some sort of like freak they just like basically ignored it and 
um, I could definitely feel some judgment from the surrounding table groups because I was being a little big with my movements and, you know, I was like giggling a lot because I was so excited. I giggle when I'm excited and as a sort of stem. So I could definitely tell that people were judging me, but the excitement just took over and I wasn't distracting anyone and I wasn't interrupting class. It was just a, like, it was a do your own work day and we had a substitute. So it was fine and I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong and I just wanted to be excited for what I made. So yeah. Well, that's it for this episode, I think. Our next episode will be about queerness and its relation to neurodivergence. So, I hope you'll join me for that episode.